What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Destroying Depression podcast. As always, I am your host, Jake Danielson. We are back with our trials to triumph version of the podcast where we talk to amazing people and talk about how they've taken their trials and turned them into triumphs. Um, we haven't done this in a while. I haven't been podcasting in a while, and I'm sorry for that. You know, um, I've had... Uh, I've had some loss and some grief and some stuff I've been dealing with, and I want to get through that before I hop back on the podcast, but we are happy to be back on here today. I'm here with my boy, Manny Buson. It's so good to see my guy again. We What's met up? in Atlanta at the Next Level Speakers Conference, and he was honestly uh, one of the nicest dudes that I ever met. Like it was, it was a new thing for me. I'd never really got been getting out there like that in a new space. And he immediately came up and introduced himself to me and asked me if I wanted to go eat. And you know, it just kind of went from there. So it was, it was super awesome to be in that space, you know, and kind of feel alone and have someone reach a handout and ask me to be in that space. So I appreciate you, my guy. He's doing a lot of cool stuff. I'll let him introduce himself a little bit and tell a little bit more about himself until we jump into some stuff. So yes, if you sir. want to take it away. Okay, man. Hey, great, great, great evening. Great evening, everybody. First of all, thanks for having me on your, on your show. I appreciate it. I'm being here on the podcast. What's up, good peoples? What's up? <laughs> so I'm I am the CEO of Life, and what we're doing is making people good, great, great to excellent, and excellent to continue growth. Um, so I am an empowerment speaker. I rebranded my name instead of motivational speaker, more empowerment speakers. Yeah, I don't know. I like Motivation is going to fade. So the question is, are you empowering enough to be disciplined? And so, uh, yeah, so I'm here with my guy. I just did my, I just got done with doing my first conference in July. Doing my next yes, one. Yes, yes. Next conference is going to be next year. And I'm excited to be on the show. Just kind of breaking bread with my guy, Jake. And hey, man, Damn, man. We, didn't, we don't even know what we're going to talk about. So, hey, hey, don't, yeah, don't, man. Don't, don't tell me what we're going to talk about. We'll just let it flow. Yeah. And I'm excited. Uh, hopefully you guys are get something out of this and something you can apply to your life as well. Yeah, man. As, as most of my viewers probably know, I never plan these things out. I love to just go with the flow. I don't ever want to feel like I'm just in here, like asking the question and we get to the point. I like it to be sure. just, just flow and let it go. So, you know, um, I love you talking about like being an empowerment coach, you know, and being an empowerment speaker and amping your life, you know, and taking the next chapter of your life. For me, I feel like most people who want to take this, this route, uh, there's a story or a reason yeah. or something in their past that like led them towards this, towards this thing of empowerment, you know, and, and being 100%. something more than a motivational speaker, speaker, I would love to hear more about what led you to want to do this journey of amp your life. Yeah, sure, man. Um, so, and I'll backtrack. So I'm also husband uh, to daughter. You know, it's funny. No one ever says, "Oh, I'm a husband to my ugly wife, and ugly daughter." Right? <laughs> <laughs> if if they did, they probably shouldn't be with him. <laughs> no one says that, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm also a regional sales director of my job, Baxter. Also, one of the ministries of my church, the church to church people. So I'm here. So yeah. So in the right, how it started was, you know, ever since I was younger, as long as I can remember, as far back as I can remember. Always had a knack for helping people. People always looked at me as a leader, and they also say, "Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you speak up?" And I always be the person that they want me to ask the teacher to do something. Yeah, hey, yeah. Ask the teacher to do something. You know, elementary school, I spoke 
at an elementary school graduation. Middle school, I spoke at the graduation. High school, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't what is it, the valedictorian, but I was the speaker at the baccalaureate uh, ceremony. And I've always been in this, and I knew it was in my my nature to to do this. So I want to take it more seriously. So in the last in the last year, more like in the last year and a half, I wanted to actually make it official. So Ampy Life came from AMP stands for a message with purpose, a message with passion. So my wife is like, that's a long name. What does that you say amp? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool to amp your life. Oh, yeah. Like so once again, it, it just means to me, amp your life, that's how we got started. And I'm on a mission to be able to impact, influence, and empower those who I come in contact with and also spread my sphere of influence, um, not just on my job, but of course, through conferences, through uh, development, through coaching, through, through it all. So right now I am I am still working a full-time job. I'm a regional sales director. I manage all my reps that are in Florida, Georgia, and Alabama. But I'm actually pushing myself more to be more involved with Ampy Life and getting us off the ground. The first conference was awesome. We were able to get off the ground. I had 105 people at the first conference. Yeah, man. So, to God be the glory. We say praise God for that. Could not done it without, of course, my family, without um, people in my corner helping me out. It was not easy. Doing a conference is not for the pain at heart. I tell you what, talk about from trials tri to tribulation to home to family to back and forth. I did it. I did it three times a month. So, yeah, man, I love that. I love hearing you. You know, one taking a step into doing something new. You know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people. You know, we get scared to to take a step and to try something. You know what I'm saying? And to to do new things. And and another thing. You're doing a lot of things, right? You know, you said like you're working a full-time job, you're doing amp your life. Um, you know, you're you're doing church, you're you're being a minister, you're doing you're a, a dad, you know, you're a husband. You're all of these things. And the thing I hear with me a lot, which like I never really understood, but I love to hear how you feel about it. Is like people be like, "Oh, you're doing a lot, like you're doing too much," you know. So I'd love to hear how you, mm -hmm. you know, when you feel like you're walking in your passion, um, one, how do, how do you take care of yourself when you're doing a lot of things? And two, when you're doing things you love, how, how, how does it not feel like you're doing as much as it may seem to other people when it's, when it's walking in your purpose? Yeah, man. Um, so the conference has started saying, Hey, when you're doing vision work, count the costs, you know, Stephen has a quote that I always stick with. the dreams you have are free, but to see it come to pass, you're going to pay something. The dreams you have are free, but to see it come to pass, there's a price of it. So when you're doing vision work, expect the unexpected and know that it's gonna it's not gonna be a walk in the park. But in the end, it's worth it. You know, um, so you talked about how you say balance and everything. You know, honestly, I'm still figuring that out. You know, when yeah. I was doing my conference, what I was doing is I was working literally all day, sometimes flying from here in Orlando to Atlanta, working all day, flying back home, spending time with the family. I would spend my time for Ampy Life when they went to bed, because I don't want to. I don't want to cheat, cheat them out. You know, time time spent. Did I do a good job at it? I, I try my best. I probably yeah, yeah. there's some things apply times I drop the ball, and you know they suffered from that. And then I try to do the best that I can. You know, but my family is very understanding, and they're um, they're it's a you know collaborative approach. So you know, it's taking time to be able to do that, kind of really mapping out my day, and then spending time. You got to be able to be grounded. I can't pour out if I had nothing in. So yeah. I 
there are times when you do have to recognize to slow down, right? Because your body can only take so much. And I think there was, to be honest, sometimes I push myself a little bit too much. And, you know, your body will tell you, you know, you start to feel sick, you start to feel achy and tired. Your body's saying, hey, bro, slow down. And through that, through doing all of that, I learned to do that more often and make sure to take time for myself. You know, working out, eating right, which is what I don't always do. Right? On the road, when you travel. Oh, for real, when you're on the road, too. When you're on the road, like you travel all the time. Listen, it's hard to eat. Sometimes it's hard to eat right. You know, but, you know, everything's a choice. You know, it's it, just as hard as this eat right is as easy it should be to eat healthy. Right? So it's all about the choices you make and the decisions you make as well. So, you know, to answer, go back to your question, you know, take time to literally map out your day, put yourself on a schedule, and have some time and flexibility. At the same time, get yourself to have time to be grounded. You know, take some time. If you need to wake up a little earlier, sit a little bit later, do what you got to do to make it happen. You know, so, but also remember this. Life is about temporary sacrifices. There are seasons when you grind, 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 and you don't have much. You don't have much sleep sometimes. You don't have much. Sometimes you forget to eat, right? That's a temporary sacrifice. But not at the expense of your house. Yeah, man. I I love hearing that. I think it's really powerful, you know, to hear you talk about big with me is also like when you're busy taking care of yourself. I think a lot of people, they just grind, man, and then they feel awful and they're like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm working so hard, like I'm getting so much done. Well, yeah, you're working hard, but you're not working hard on here. You know what I'm saying? You're not working hard on here. You're not taking care of this stuff. So it's so important to also map out that time, you know, whether it's the morning, midday, night. I do a little bit in the morning, a little bit in the middle of the day, a little bit of the night just to keep my, my brain going. It's just like, you know, and it's like, and it's also like what works for you. There's no perfect solution. Like you said, working out, eating right. I got to work out in the morning. Like I'm a morning workout guy. If I have to work out in the evening, I might as well not even do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, if I get in the morning in the gym, I'm like, life's amazing. Like, I'm killing it. If I get in the evening, I'm like, dog, I don't want to be here. I'm not even getting nothing done. So, and you know, like for me, it's just like journaling, you know, reading, you know, all these different things and, and finding out what works for you. So I, I love hearing you talk about taking care of yourself, even even as like, you you know, flying back and doing all these things and still grounding yourself. You know, people say, I don't have time for that sometimes, but it's so important to make the time because you're the most important. None of the stuff that you accomplish matters if you don't feel good in here. You know what I mean? So learning that part of it. Like yeah, I, yeah. Because I wasn't was doing it to the best of my ability. You know, my music, you make time for all my sins. You make time for you you know, I don't have the time. No, you have time, but you still want to do it, right? So you got to make the time for what you want. And hopefully y'all can hear from me not learning the hard way. Like, learn from me, learn from my mistakes, and not taking that's, care of my body like I should have. That's, that's an awesome thing. And I'll, before I get my next question, I'll be straight up with you two guys, too. You do not want to learn it the hard way, man. Like, I I did it. I, I told myself I could just work. I could just help people. I could just do everything for everyone else. And it made me miserable. It made me worse. Like, take care of yourselves, man. And, and however, like, it's going to be hard at first, but I promise you in the wrong, in the long run, once it's a, once it's a thing and you're doing it every day, you'll be so grateful that you took that big step at first. That seemed impossible because it does. It's going to seem impossible. You're going to be like, how do I take care of myself? How do I pour into me? And you just start, you just put one foot in front of the other and you, and you do a little thing. And then all of a sudden 
but you're figuring it out. So I love hearing you talk about that. That's that's a huge thing with me, and man, I I love it. So um, that other thing with me. Oh, the word improvement starts with what letter? Ah, I can't. If anybody else, it's up for myself. Hey man, that's what I'm be talking to. Myself. I'm looking at myself, yeah. telling myself, "Hey, make sure you remember. You say you're gonna do this. Make sure you do." Yeah, yeah, man. And you can't, you can't help anyone else until you can help yourself. If you can't help yourself, you can't help anyone else. So uh, another thing I loved hearing you about you talking about, uh, it's a big thing for me, especially lately. Is you know you said, I'm not being perfect like with handling everything, but I'm doing the best that I can. You know, yeah. and so a big thing I think that I've been working on, and I'm not perfect at it either. It's a new thing for me. Is forgiveness, right? And and and. And finding forgiveness, like you said, and saying, you know, I'm doing the best that I can. Like, I'm not perfect. I'm being the best that I can be. So I'd love to hear your perspective on, you know, forgiveness and how you forgive yourself. I think a lot of us, especially people who listen to the show, um, who struggle with their mental, like, they can forgive others easy, right? They can, you know, people, they'll say sorry. But the second they make the littlest, tiniest mistake, they don't forgive themselves, you know, but a big thing that resonated with me was you saying like, I'm doing the best I can. And I think a lot of people don't realize that like for the knowledge that they have at this point, they're doing the best they can, you know? So I'd love to hear you talk about, you know, forgiving yourself and, 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 and accepting that like you're doing the best that you can for right now. Yeah. So, so shout out to my boy, Bowen. He's killing the game in Canada, United States and all across the world. So he said this quote and I, it just, it, forgiveness is a high-performing tool. I was like, let's go. Forgiveness is a high-performing tool, you know, for yourself and for others. You know, when it comes to forgiveness, man, especially when it comes to yourself, I mean, I'll, I'll just share with you. The shows, you know, of course, talking about from trials to triumphs, you know, from tribulations to victory. So, I mean, I, I had a grudge with myself for the longest time, so... I had a brother. Um, he was uh, 21, and he passed away in a car accident. The night he passed away, we we're supposed to be together, right? So we're like, hey, he called me. He goes, hey, are we still going out? Like, hey, let's go out next weekend. I'm still at work and grinding. Um, unfortunately, next, next weekend never came. You know, when he passed away, I was like, what would have happened if I was with him? So I held a grudge, man, honestly, with myself for the longest of times. I mean, and I was mad at I was mad at everybody. I was mad at God. I was mad at myself. I was mad. I was just, just and I felt the way. Let's be real. I felt that I, I was never at peace, man. It wasn't until, you know, just getting to the word and really starting to open open my heart more uh, to God. And, you know, I think when you harbor forgiveness, especially against yourself, you're closing yourself off to yourself, right? And you're closing yourself off to yourself means closing yourself off to everyone else as well. So it wasn't until I'm like, you know what, I can't, someone was like, you know, my wife's been telling me, hey, you can't, you can't hold this against yourself. You know, so what would happen if you went? What if it was both of you? Right? You don't know. So, you know, it comes to the realization that, hey, I'm going to forgive myself. I cannot hold this grudge because once again, it's a high performing tool. So it's like when you forgive yourself, so forgiveness is more of a debt. You know, even the Bible says, you know, forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. So it's a debt, literally. So you owe it, you owe it to yourself to forgive yourself. You know, so someone's probably watching me right now and thinking that you've done the, the, the worst mistake. You let yourself down again. 
did that thing you said you didn't want to do again, or you're, you know, you're, you're struggling with something right now and you, you keep following yourself, doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know, but the fact that you got off means that you have another chance. So you owe it to yourself. Once again, a debt, a forgiveness is a debt. You owe it to yourself to forgive yourself and you owe it to yourself to let that go. The moment you let that go, I believe that you'll start to get peace. You'll start to be able to lift that weight off your shoulders. Like I was carrying that shoulder. I was carrying it for a couple of years, man, just holding it inside, not, you know, just internally just eating me up. You know, it wasn't until I let that go where I figured that out. And more so recently through, you know, through Orlando Bowen, him saying forgiveness is a high performing tool. I'm really sticking with me as well. So I'm going to share with you guys and encourage you guys to know that it is a high performing tool. And if you want to get to your next level, you have to be able to let go of that and owe it to yourself and do it to as well. I think that's so dope hearing you. One, I've never even thought about it as a high performing tool, but that's so dope because it really is like it's a tool. And like when you use it, the, the thing is like, I, I held a I held a grudge over myself like forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, and especially after like, I tried to like, commit suicide, like more than mm -hmm. once, like I tend to suicide more than once, like I always carried that with me. Like, and the thing is when you carry that with you, the second you make a mistake, you go back and say like, I'm still that person. Like I'm still the man I've always been like, but the second you forgive yourself, even a little bit, even if you don't fully forgive yourself, but you start to let go, you can start to detach from that person that you thought you used to be and become the person that you're supposed to become. Because when you don't, when you're not forgiving yourself, you don't let yourself start new. You don't let yourself start fresh because you're still clinging to the mistakes you always made, you know? So that was my biggest thing for when I forgave myself was I was like, that stuff doesn't, it doesn't have a hold on me anymore because it's not me. I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. I finally let it go. Like I finally told myself it's okay. And I, and it's, and it's in the past. So now if I make a mistake, I can just be like, you know what? You, you tried your best and we could forgive myself again and move on. But before it was like, oh no, see, look, like you're still the same person. You're still all these things because I was holding on to that piece of me that never let it go. So that way, if I messed up, I could go back and be like, man, like, see, some things never change. See, you're still a mistake. But the second you forgive yourself, you let it go. And you're a new person. And then yeah. like, 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 like that's the thing is you talk about that weight and it literally is a weight and it's yeah. a weight of your past finally getting let off of you, you know, and becoming, and then you can step into who you're finally supposed to be, you know, talking about how tomorrow's a new day yeah, absolutely. because that's the thing, you know, is it doesn't matter how much, you, how bad you messed up. Obviously there's consequences to actions, but it doesn't matter how bad you messed up. If you get a new day, like you can do something different. You know what I mean? Yeah, and my, my friend on Sunday, man, this is crazy. It kind of falls in line. He said, this is about worry, but I think it goes, we can substitute the word. He said, worry robs, doesn't matter tomorrow, it robs you of your peace today. So forgiveness does just rob tomorrow, it robs you of your peace today. Going back to being kind of performing too, it, just, it kind of popped in my head. You know, it's a tool. What do you use tool for? It's tool to tie things up, to keep things Right, so you know, using forgiveness to tighten up some of these loose blocks, some of these blocks are loose, some of these loose. If you want your foundation to be solid, unshakable, unmovable, unstuck, you got to tighten those screws. Make sure the screws are tight, 
false or sweet name, your anchors are and making sure that nothing stops you and that he's not to use as a tool to tighten things up. It's like a wrench or a hammer or a yeah, man, that's just like once you put that's like once you can put things like that into perspective, I think it just opens up a whole new because you know, some people it's like forgiveness, blah blah blah, but you like it's a tool, and then they'd be like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I get yeah, you know, so so I think it's cool the way you talk about that. I love um to hear you, you know, uh, talking about losing your brother, you know, and and feeling the pain of that. Um, yeah. I recently also lost a close friend. Oh, and okay. um yeah man and uh i've also like you know worked through beating myself up because i just recently moved back you know um closer to home and we talked about spending time together and you know like we were supposed to hang out but then like i was like i'm too tired and all these things and 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 like i said like working through like you know what i'm saying trying not to beat myself up yeah. because we didn't like that time together and like what if things could have been different sure. you know all these different feelings you feel um that come with grief i would love to hear you talk about a little bit about you know feeling the feelings of grief and you know not necessarily overcoming them because i don't think they ever truly leave but uh -huh. you know working through them and you know realizing that they're going to be difficult but like you can still do all the things you want to do even with such a big loss because i think a lot of us struggle with moving past you know, the loss of someone close to us. Yeah, man, I, I just had to take a deep breath because like, it started to hit me like, man, he's, and even, you know, his birthday was August 10th and I was just in the park. It kind of like the memory of walking, driving into, with, with the, you know, with the, uh, I guess, so whatever it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, be, I don't forget what it's called, right? But, yeah. you know, you can see him pulling, walking out with his, Asking, you know, putting them down, like having that whole memory, right? So, um, as far as grief, grief is crazy. It's, it's crazy how every person reacts in a different way. You know, some people get angry, some people get quiet, some people get like, you know. So for me, it, it was it was challenging because I was someone who actually things like preparing the funeral, you know, putting things together, calling everybody, you know, calling the funeral. Picking out the tombs. I, I was the one who pretty much God gave me something to do. I saw this issue with you. I was just to speak, you know, at the end, you know, crazy enough, being a speaker. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was a speaker at his funeral. You know, a couple things that I said at the funeral. So part of this whole process, this is what a person was, it came out, something comes out, you said, it comes out of it. Life is only to yesterday's life. So come, right? So that came back from me saying, hey, what if I was still instead of take, putting this extra hour in the right? So I think from grief, you know, things come out. That quote and the mantra stuck. So now I'm praying or says, hey, let's do this. You know, even though sometimes I'm tired, right? I try to say, hey, you know Yeah, let's do it. Or, you know, especially my dog, I'm very guilty of this. Let's play my hand. Let's play later. Like no, let me let me remember. No, let's play now, right? Because I can walk walk out of this door, and I can get into a car accident. And that can be my last conversation with a hey. Let's do it later, right? So from this grief that I experienced, it changed the way I look at things. Changed the way I kind of help you know spend time with people. And like I said, I know I can be better, but once again, it's my hey. Life is only to yesterday's gone. I can't do anything about yesterday, and tomorrow never comes. All I have is my now. You know, when it comes to grief. It's, it's in stages, 
And it's okay to feel what you feel. Not have people tell you how to feel. Like, you know, I was getting annoyed when people were like, hey, just, just, let me be honest. Yeah. Oh, just, just think about He's in a bad place. Just think about I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to think about He's bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to be real, you know, just being honest. But, you know, at the moment, but I don't understand, but, you know, God reveals me afterwards, you know, how and why it happened. You know, but in the moment, I don't want to hear that. You know, I'm just being honest and real. You know, so no one can tell you how to feel when you're going through it. I think the most important thing is you letting your emotions go. You're letting yourself feel what you feel. Because what happens is, it's like a team. If you hold it in, you're going to pour out the rage or your wrath on somebody. And that's even worse than doing that. So understand how you feel. It's okay to feel that way. Know that it comes in stages. There'll be highs, there'll be lows. People say take it by day by day. I say take it minute by minute, hour by hour, second by second. And know that you you process things differently. And understanding that even from all of that pain and all that struggle, all that that internal challenge and stuff, something doesn't come out of it. Literally, unfortunately, I lost another really good friend of mine at work. A couple of this is a he had a brain so he went yeah. to bed, never went, he never woke up, yeah. you know, and, you know, I, I spoke to his wife a couple of times, you know, and she's like, hey, crazy enough, I would never thought the pain that I dealt with was able to help me help someone else, right? So now she's like, hey, what did, how did you experience your first holidays without your loved one? You know, you know, hey, Christmas is coming up. How did you experience Christmas without your loved one? I would have never thought that all the issues and challenges that I went through myself, now I'm able to help others process their pain because I walked through those steps, right? There's even a verse that says, hey, we overcome by the blood of the land, by the word of our testimony. The testimony helps someone else. What you walk through can help someone else as well. So grief has a weird way of doing that and a weird way of connecting with people that you would have never met. You can't tell me how to feel if you never lost most love you don't know how but now i know how to talk to people who actually walk through those shoes the key is keep walking i think that's so so dope to hear you talk about um yeah man i think the way you talked about feeling your emotions because i agree with that 100 percent. i think just in life in general whether it's grief whether it's just one of the biggest things I heard, I think it was on Impact Theory. I don't know if you ever watch Impact Theory. I love that podcast. Um, I've heard of it, actually. No, I'm it's really good. You, you got to write it. It's so good. It's it's the best podcast, other than mine, <laughs> that I've ever listened to. <laughs> um, but uh, he talked about um, there's no such thing as a negative emotion. People just, it's it's how you it's how you act on that emotion that makes it negative. Sure. But like, be, like being sad it's not a bad thing. You need to feel that way. But like what you might do when you're sad, that's what's negative or being angry. Like it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be frustrated, but it's not okay to lash out. So mm -hmm. the emotion itself is like a fuse, but our reactions are the lighter. And then, mm -hmm. so the way we react, that's what sets off the bomb, you know? Yeah. So allowing yourself to feel in healthy ways, you know, and get through it, that's okay because your emotions, there's nothing wrong with feeling those feelings. There's nothing wrong with being angry or mm -hmm. sad, fused. You know, these things that we often say are like, oh, like they're so bad to feel this way. They're not. Yeah. That your body needs to feel them because you're feeling them for a reason. 
Yeah. But the way that we think it's negative is because we react in such negative ways. But when we can start to feel it and, you know, start to deal with it in healthier ways, because like you said, it's, it's not going to go away. You can't just put it in here and be like, well, see you later. It's gone now. Like it's, it's going to come, it's going to come out. And, and we, you probably know, and I know for sure from um, experience, it comes out in the worst possible time yeah. to the person you want it to come out to the least, exactly. you know? So, so feel, feel what you feel, what you need to feel, especially, you know, when it comes to grief or these heavy emotions, the sadness, mm -hmm. this confusion, you know, like, like, like you said, like, you can still be grateful and still be sad and still be confused and still be like, I don't want to think like I, I'm, th I'm grateful. Like that's what I told, I have some friends who are struggling with some stuff lately and she's like, I'm not doing well, but like, I'm so grateful. And I was like, you can be both, yeah. you know, like you can, you don't have to just walk around all the time and be like, my life's amazing. Like I love everything, like everything's mm -hmm. great. Like you can struggle and still be grateful. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like you can have a bad day or be confused or be angry and still be like, you know what? But things are still good. I still got mm -hmm. good things in my life, but this thing still frustrates me. You know, yeah. think about well, this people. Here's the infamous question. How you doing? Great. I'm good. Here's the thing. And I'm going to say this. It's going to sound crazy. And I'm not, I'm not, and please, no one, don't go in the comments, don't go crazy. I'm never justifying people who do crimes, like mass shootings, never justifying it. It's the worst thing you can do. But what if a mass shooting was, hey, how are you really doing away? Um, or, hey, let me give you a hug. Or what if every mass shooting could have been taken away from or stopped by someone just saying, what's really wrong with you? How are you really feeling? Right? Because... Who knows? Like maybe this, the person who did a mass shooting recently, you know, and um, forgot it was somewhere up in northeast, like Maine or whatever. What if he just needed someone to talk to somebody? What if he just needed somebody to say, "Hey, what's going on with you? Can you say you're good? Are you really good? Like, are you being 150? You know, my wife and I have a thing that says, "Hey, you being 100 means you're being honest. 150 means you're being real, raw, and everything." What if they're, "Hey, you're important, away from disaster." And chaos, right? You never know. So I'm going to challenge everybody on that. The next time you ask somebody how you're doing, see the reaction, read the room, and really say, I'm ready. And don't be so busy that you say, you know, just, just to give them keep moving. Generally care. Ask them, hey, how are you really doing? See the reaction. Especially because you kind of feel something a little different. You kind of feel on the inside, like, hey, they're saying, be good. You never know. Like even the other day, I was asking somebody, "Hey, how you doing?" He's like, "I'm good." I'm like, "Hey, like, what's going?" On? He's like, "Man, honestly, bro, the other day I almost killed myself." I was like, oh. Yeah. She's like, "You're the first person to ask me how I'm doing." He's like, "You should just ask me." So you never know. Smile, handshake, or tell someone you're important. You need it in this world. Hey, this world is different than you. You never know what that can bring and what that can stop or what that can bring to someone's life. Yeah, man. And I think it's like cool. I mean, the thing with me is, like you said, like the power that it has as someone who's been suicidal, who's 
attempted suicide, if someone went out of their way to be like, you don't like, you're not okay, man. Like what's, what's really going on? Like I, you had the power to save a life just by that. You know what I mean? Yep. Because the, a lot of people who are in suicidal positions just want someone to see, Yeah. you know, just want someone to notice, just want someone because in their brain, they're like, yeah, no one cares. Like no one's going to wow. care if I do it or no one cares about me or no one it notices that I'm hurting. If you can be the one person, even if it's someone random, just be like, hey, like, how are you really doing? And they're like, no, I'm actually not doing good. And I appreciate you asking. Or maybe they'll lie again and say mm -hmm. they're doing good, but then they were going to do something. But since you really asked, you know, now they're going to be like, no, I'm going to go get help right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't realize, I don't think people realize how the smallest action can change the outcome of someone's life. Yeah. Yeah for the rest of their life, for the rest of their life. I saw a video the other day, actually, this dude, what he was doing, I'm going to do this myself as well before the end of the year. So he, he literally had like a, like a bouquet of flowers and a handwritten card. He was going up the escalator. He gave it to the other person going down the escalator. And he walked down the escalator. He opened the card and said, hey, you're important. You're not forgotten. You're needed in this world. The guy literally puts his hand and says, all in front I started crying too. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, man. That could have been the one act I see in this guy's life. You know, we do all this stupid, you know, viral stuff. Oh, this, you know, shaking butt viral crap. You know, you know, how can you be more seductive? Crap. You know, all, we do all this stuff, right? What if we started a trend and said, hey, let this go viral? Hey, tell 10 people, the next 10 people you see, hey, you're important. Or the next 10 people say, hey, you're, you're needed in this world. Or write 10 handwritten notes and the first 10 people you see randomly is handing them out. How much good can that come out of versus all the crap that's on social media? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So I'm getting a little rant. And I, I agree with that 100%. We talk about it a lot um, when it comes to social media. Like, we need more positivity in those spaces. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's so easy. And like our brains, as you know, like our brains are wired towards negativity. So it's easy to, you know, um, like towards the headline and like they feed off of it. That's why they do what they sure. do. So they throw it at you, but the more we can generate positive content and positive things, you know, the better we all are, you know, the better the world is. And, and most importantly, you know, when you see a video like that, you realize how small, like all of us in the social media world, this is my little rant. All of us in the social media world think that we have to impact a million people or get a million likes or do something extravagant and like change the world like to do something you know what i'm saying but then you realize like as you start to impact people like the most important impact you make is that one-on-one -on -one. you know what i'm saying yeah. like you like as being as a speaker i don't know if you feel the same but being a speaker i love speaking speaking is my favorite thing on earth yeah. to do. i love it i love speaking for a lot of people but what i love the most is when i when someone comes up to me one-on-one -on -one afterwards yeah. And we have a conversation about what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? Or like, they're like, hey, like, can we, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been really struggling. Can you talk me through this just real fast? I mean, like in a couple minutes, we have like a real close conversation. Like, wow, like that really changed me. You know what I'm saying? Or like, even just like not even speaking wise, just being at a grocery store and, you know, like the workers, you know what I'm saying? You can tell they're having mm -hmm. a tough day. You can tell they hate their job. Yeah, I know he's at a good time. So I don't even hate it. Because I hate that. Like, this job sucks. Everyone's being mean. No one cares. 
And then he was like, hey, man, like, how's your day going, man? You like, make a little joke. And you like, look at their face and they just light up. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the moments for me that mean the most, you know, like, it's not the, the getting all the likes on, like, I've gotten a bunch of likes on some, like, TikTok stuff. Like, it's cool. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I don't But, like, the biggest impact for me comes with, like, those one-on-one, those small things, those little tiny things you can see the change in people. Two things. If you're taking a yellow pen and paper, write this down. I didn't need to just say how much. Oh, yeah, I got too. I'll tell you, you, you can't. You guys just, just, just talking to the viewers. You're talking. All right, cool. Check it out. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't need to, need to change the world. I need to change my world. I don't need to change the world. The, what, 5.6 billion people in this world? I'm probably off. I need to change my world. So who's in my world? My spiritual world, my neighbors, people at the grocery store, people I see in my community, people I want to walk out. If someone's walking by themselves, and like you, like you said, I'm not trying to shoot my horn, but I saw you by yourself. Like, Yo, let's go to lunch, right? You were in my world. I and I was, and I wasn't even trying to do something just in a way like look at what I'm doing. It was more like just being genuinely real. I felt that, right. You know, we had the hot chicken. Was really, it was actually fun. Yeah. It was fire. Yeah. Fire. Fire. But look at what happened, right? From me impacting not the world, but my world, because you were in my sphere of influence, we had a chance to connect, and it's been eight, six, six months now. Six months or something like that Seven now. Six months. And look, we're on a podcast together, impacting your world and our world together. Someone's going to listen to this and get impacted. Maybe they, they're going to take their life to the next level. Maybe they'll forgive themselves. Maybe they'll find a way to impact others. Maybe they're going to do that 10 card challenge, or maybe they'll do the, hey, I love you challenge. It all came from impacting my world, not the world, right? That's what it is. So that's the first one. Yeah, man. You know, what separates the good from the great is doing the small things consistently. You said it's, it's not about being. It's not about being, doing the huge things. It's about doing the small things, but doing those small things consistently. That's the difference. So I don't need to change the world. I need to change my world. I think that's so dope. I want another thing that made me think of this. I can't remember. It was a sports analyst. I can't remember who it was. I think it's Kenny from TNT. But he okay. said, "I'm not extraordinary." I just do the ordinary extra. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, like I love that. Like I'm not, I'm not doing anything extravagant. I'm just doing the small things a lot every day. So I love, I love that quote so much. It's one of my favorite quotes. Like when you think I do something amazing, like no, I just gotta do what I need to do every day, and the amazing stuff will eventually come. So, um, as we're wrapping up here, I want to hear what. As you finish the year and go into next year, you know, what are your big goals, you know, in your business and amp your life and personally, you know, like leveling up yourself. Like what are you looking to do going into finishing this year and going into next year? Yeah, so 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 uh, Instagram and TikTok. If you're not following me, make sure you follow me, amp your life. It's AMP your life. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, so literally said this. Don't wait till January first to start your new year's resolutions goals aspirations etc do it now consider that you have a 
three day head start, right? So this month of December is your head start to set up your next year. So you're going into next year with momentum versus starting from scratch. So what I actually literally, I wrote down well, as I did my walk, I said, podcasts, I had to do at least one before the end of the year. And we connected in regards to, you gave me some great tips. So shout out to Jake. Once again, it came back from impacting not the world, my world. Now you're helping me out, right? So I'm, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to do at least one, two episodes before the end of the year. Uh, I'm working on solidifying dates for my next conference, which will be next year. I'm aiming for the first, probably the end of the first quarter or the beginning of the second quarter of next year. So I just met with somebody who can do my audio, uh, my visual, all the lighting. So I'm getting those things set in place. Those are the two big things I'm working on. Some of the smaller things is getting myself more out there for speaking opportunities, speaking engagements. So, um, and also updating my website. So those are the four, five small goals I have. The biggest one, of course, doing the next conference and really get myself out there. So look, if you're watching, looking for a speaker, hey, I'm your guy. This is the this this man's the one you want. I'm telling you, you had you had a mic drop moment too, right? Say it again. Yeah. Oh, I you had a mic drop moment too. So I'm telling you, he's proof. Pull it out. <laughs> I know it's so, sitting there somewhere. Right yeah. He, oh, he ain't just he ain't just talking like he ain't about it. I'll tell you right now, he's got it in the bag. He got a mic drop. He won the award. He's about that life. If you're looking for a speaker, he. So we're part of the next level speaker category. So shout out to Jeremy Anderson. Um, Eric Thomas, uh, Inky Johnson, uh, Coach Crump, Crump uh, Coach, Coach Chris Crump, Crumbler, um, shout out to Jessica Lundy, and all the team, you know, that, that goes into the Next Level Speaking Academy. Incredible. I mean, they take they take everything you do to the next level. They yeah, challenge you, push you. They will keep it real. Oh, yeah. If you're not doing good, they'll, they'll will, they will let you know. They are brutally honest. Yeah, in a good way. So, um, yeah, yeah. I apologize. I didn't know why I couldn't say Chris Crumple. I don't know why I couldn't say that. He's my guy. So, we had a mastermind, and the mastermind had actually said, had um, a speech. And if your speech was to a certain level, you would actually get a drop the mic award. So, I had an opportunity to actually have one of my men, one of the people I always looked up to in the speaking world, Eric Thomas, uh, Eric Thomas, Jeremy Anderson, Coach Crump, and then Jessica Lundy, they all came on stage and um, they dropped the mic on me. I was dancing with Eric Thomas. It was phenomenal. It was it was a life moment that I had. And then during the conference, they gave us this actual drop the mic award for having one of the best speeches uh, throughout that time frame. So it was really cool. Um, that was a highlight for me um, because I always looked up to Eric Thomas, always listened to him, you know, and to be able to get that award from him, Jeremy Anderson, and Coach Trump, and Jessica Lundy. You know, they're speaking giants. It meant a lot. So, yeah, man. Yeah, being a part, being a part of the Next Level Speakers Academy has been wonderful, man. Yeah. Everyone in that, everyone in that community is so nice and like just genuine and loving. And it's just been, I love, I love what I've learned in that community. But what I've loved more is just the people. You know, what I'm saying and the connections yeah. and just priceless. All of that, yeah, man. It's yeah. just really unbelievable to to be in that space with so many amazing people. So once again, shout out. The next level speakers academy um and everything that they do um my last question first off i know you you threw a couple things i know you threw uh amp your life on there but let these people know all the places they can file find you i'll put it also in the description but give yourself a little shameless plug here real quick before i ask my last question 
Yeah, sure. So website is ampyourlifenow.com. Social media is at, at ampyourlife. So that's um, that's going to be Instagram, uh, TikTok. It's I'm you know, pretty sure Ampy Life Now. Um, so if you follow me on Instagram, it leads me to everything else as well. So uh, I need Perfect. to start building my YouTube channel. So get ready for that. And the podcast can be simple. It's going to be called Ambulance. So Ambulance Podcast. Yeah. Amazing. My last question for you, I ask everyone this question, is when you think about waking up tomorrow, you know, a lot of people that listen to this podcast, that's what they're here because they don't know. They're having trouble wondering why to wake up tomorrow, right? So when you think about wake up and waking up tomorrow for you, uh, what what's the number one first thing? Obviously, there's a lot of things. But what's the first thing that comes to your head that keeps you going, thinking about waking up tomorrow? Life is only today. Yesterday is gone, and tomorrow may never come. The fact that I woke up. So I had a patient tell me one time, <clears throat> I say in his voice, if I woke up on top of the grass instead of underneath it, it's a great day. <laughs> <laughs> So if I woke up on top of the grass instead of underneath, it was a good day. So the fact that I woke up means God's not done with me. And the fact that you're waking up and you're seeing me right now means God is not done with you. There's things for you to do that you haven't done yet. There's people that you haven't impacted that you haven't impacted yet. There's lives that you be touched, including your own, that you haven't done yet. Right? So if I get another day, that means I'm I'm still there's still things for me to do. And that's what gets me going, you know, being, you know, being there for my, my wife, being there for my daughter, being there, you know, for my, and being there for myself, right? That's what gets me going. And also, I love breakfast, so. <laughs> also, hey, man, I'm telling you, we were talking about it. We were talking about it. I'll tell you what. Man, we were talking about it yesterday, me and a friend. I don't care what time of the day it is. I'll eat breakfast. I'll eat I'll eat some, you, yep. you give me eggs, bacon, pie, like pancakes, whatever, this is gravy. You give me any time of day. I, I like it at breakfast time, but you, you want to make it for dinner. Anytime. You ain't got a hater here, you know? So, hey, man, I appreciate you so much yes, sir. coming on and being a part of this with me. Uh, just our continued connection, man. It, it's so dope but to have such awesome people in my circle, you know, that continue to inspire me and everything that I do, you know? So I appreciate you being a part yes, of this. Sir coming on today and spreading so much knowledge and, you know, and just hope and optimism with everyone with me. So um, as we wrap up here, this is my reminder that whatever you guys are going through, you are not alone. Please reach out, you know, whether it be a friend or a family member, therapy, you know, whatever it is, whatever you need to do, you don't have to do this alone. Please reach out and get help. And as always, have a good week. Hey, I love it. Y'all take care. Give it all to you, 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 you. I will give it all.